take a deep breath Take the higher road That's what they always say As if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself Cause life ain't just a dream You make your own So kick and scream The people will like With a never ending force You never had the chance So what you waiting for The day has come my friend Cause this is war Welcome to Nurses Out Loud. I'm your host, Nurse April, and today I'm going to be joined with Nurse Jody O'Malley, and we're just going to talk about what's going on in the current news cycle. Uh, it's end of the year, December 2022, and of course, things are crazy. Uh, we found out today that the government did go ahead and pass that omnibus bill, and so we're going to be spending a lot of money doing a lot of things, none of which have to do with helping Americans, in, in my humble opinion. We also learned that you can make a lot of money if you decide to go on welfare in the state of Washington. And also, California is attempting to do a whole universal uh, income for transgender, non-binary residents. No strings attached, free money. And uh, what else? Oh, the FDA apparently has been allowing food companies to put nanotechnology in our food. Yes, things like titanium dioxide, things that you probably don't want to ingest. Yes, they can put that stuff in our food and they don't even have to tell us about it. All that and more on today's episode. Why is cheese $8 a bag right now? $8? And I'm not talking I'm $8 and I'm not talking about the big bag. I'm talking about just a regular normal, I guess, 1 pound bag of shredded cheese is $8. That's insane. Well, I went today to get um, eggs mm-hmm. and nothing was there. Hardly anything was there except $9, 18 count um, eggs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I, I'm not eating them that much anymore. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just doing it to make Christmas cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I... Look, and there's a sign on there, and it It says, exactly, at this time, there is a nationwide shortage of eggs. With high seasonal demand, you may notice fewer supplies or higher prices. We apologize for the inconvenience. Wow. Eggs? How is there a national shortage of eggs? Uh, Well, probably because that bird flu that's going around. Um, but I was actually reading articles about that, too, because there's not just a, the bird flu that's causing it. The farmers in like the UK, for instance, are not they're having a hard time just staying in business. Like they had to increase the cost of eggs just so that their businesses wouldn't collapse. And a lot of them are feeling like they just don't want to do it anymore. Um, I'm a part of a co-op and I haven't bought eggs in a while either. But I was like looking at the prices. This is for like local farmers is fifteen dollars for a dozen eggs. Oh my God. Yeah. For uh, like, I'm going to have to get my own chickens so that they can lay eggs for me. Cause I'm not going to be, who can afford this? Who could, well, I mean, that is insane. Yeah. That's insane. I, I, it, it's just, it blows my mind. I mean, every time I go to the store and I don't know, I mean, cause I'm in Arizona, you're in Texas mm-hmm. and 
I, every time you go to the store or say, I don't know, it's probably been going on maybe the last six to eight months or so there will be, it will be barren, you know, and some sections mm-hmm. yep. and like the cheese or the eggs or the meat. And I'm like, Oh, here we go. Is this beginning? Is this beginning? Right. Well, let me tell you the saddest story. Yesterday I was talking to a patient before um, surgery and she had gotten this um, notification about, cause insurance companies aren't paying anymore. So we have to bill our patients outside of um, insurance and then try to help them get reimbursement. Well, she had gotten the notification from my biller about my fee and she didn't know it was for me. But as we were talking, I explained it to her what it was. And she was saying like, she was like, I am, I have Medicare. And she was like, and she has, um, what she have? Social security. And she's, she gets like 800 something dollars a month, maybe $900 a month for her social security. And that's to cover everything. And now I'm still like, there's no way she can afford to pay my fee if that's all she's getting. Like, that's what she's living off of. So with the cost of like food going up, because she was saying like her doctors are telling her, oh, you need to lose weight. You need to eat healthier. And she's like, I can't afford to eat healthier because all the healthy food is so expensive. And she was like, I have to choose. She says, I've been trying to get um, an insulin pump and they keep denying me. And so I have to choose between being, being able to get my prescriptions filled or eating. And here we are sending, like, how much money are we now sending to all these other countries? Like, they just passed that, what, $1.8 trillion omnibus package? Insane. I, right. I, like, what? And then did you see on Instagram, well, I, I saw on um, someone's feed, mm-hmm. it, it was, well, and then I went to CNN to make sure that it was true. Well, I don't know if we can really say, <laughs> but it was a video. And unless they were AIs posing as Kamala, um, oh, what's her name? Pelosi mm-hmm. and um, the Ukrainian president. Oh, yeah. Zoltar, and they were holding up the flag, his flag. Yes. And- mm-hmm. Yep. We're giving all this money to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And we got somebody here that they can't eat healthy because- just got to get insulin. Can't even really afford to. I mean, think about that. Like $900 a month is all they get is all she's getting. So you've got rent. You have to pay for your prescriptions. You have to pay your utilities. There's no way. No I, way. No way. Like, okay, just a couple months ago, we were um, not even a couple. It was like last month. Our electric bill was $600. <gasps> so if we didn't have regular income, if we were retired or, you know, living on a fixed budget or you, we had social security, how are we going to pay that? Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. Say an electric bill in, in fall in Texas, in Texas. So you're not really even running your, your heat. If you Mm -hmm. right. Right. How is it $600? The cost has gone up so much. I mean, and I, and I look at, and then we're in that next door app and I see people posting their um, utility bills. Cause our, our water bill this year was insane. Like to the point where my husband is like, we have to fill in the pool. I'm like, wait, we can't like, that's not, no, we can't do that. But it was so, I mean, just having to keep refilling it, especially this summer, because it was so dry and hot, it was just evaporating so quickly, but we have to keep water in it or else it will like, I guess, come up out of the ground. 
Yeah. So we have no choice. We have to keep it full. And the water bill has gone up so much. Like all utilities across the board have just gone up so much. Uh, th- let me ask you a question. You don't have your like house um, lit up like where you can see it from outer space for Christmas, do you? Heck no. We have no okay. lights this year. My husband was like, um, the money we would have spent, <laughs> the money we would have spent to put the lights up went to the electric bill. Yeah. No lights. Your husband's like, <laughs> We have no lights, no. <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't see many uh, lights up anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, seriously. I was, we were driving down the street and I said, do you notice how many people don't have lights this year? Like last year we had, everyone had lights out. It was nice because it's really not that bad for, you know, they'll put up the, the lights around your whole house for like $300. Mm-hmm. Oh, so well, most people get the service to have their lights put up. But this year there's not very many houses lit up. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's, that's, that's horrible. I know. Yeah. It's sad. And you know, when they talk about what did, what did, what did Biden say about our economy right now? Oh my gosh. Hold on. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. Or I mean, duck, duck, go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, it's insane. I mean, can't we can't even really trust any of the the sources that keep trying to tell us that, you know, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. No, he says um Biden says economy is on winning streak. Mm. Economy is on winning here. Biden says the economy is on a winning streak. Streak as new data shows pay going up and inflation going down. Whose pay is going up? (laughs) I mean, honestly, who is getting, okay, yes, they have increased like wages for certain places, but it's equivalent. It's not even equivalent. It doesn't even match inflation that we're not allowed to even say exists. Well, they, that exactly. But didn't they just up the um, minimum wage? Oh, did they? They well, they special. did that. Yeah. That's why my nachos went from like eleven ninety nine dollars <laughs> to $16. Are you kidding me? $16 through a Mexican family owned drive through. Wow. Yeah, but girl. You know what, like, though, like everything. I, I, so sometimes on my way home from work, I would stop just to get a snack because I'm so hungry. I don't get to eat while I'm working. And uh, so the last couple of times I stopped and just got some French fries. That's all I wanted. Why are French fries three dollars? Three dollars. Just a fry or like even just if I just get a plain biscuit in the morning, two dollars. Mm-hmm. No, I know they used to be 69 cents like when Trump was in office. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, you know what? My oldest son, he he posted too on his Instagram and in search this welfare pays more than regular jobs in many states. So look that up real quick while I read to you what he said. And people wonder why I left healthcare to go back to bartending LMAO unemployment made more money than I did as a full-time emergency department technician in the busiest ED uh, emergency department in the state at Banner Health. Mm. <laughs> wow. So, so do you look that up? Uh, yep. 
Welfare payouts for a family of four exceed the national median household income in 24 states and top $100,000 annually in Washington, Massachusetts, and New Jersey, a new study finds. What? Girl, it says Washington. St- Hold on. <laughs> I can't believe my eyes just saw this. <laughs> oh. Washington state holds the record for the most generous benefit scheme where a family of four with two non-working parents can earn, get this, $122,653 annualized. Oh my goodness. And unemployment benefits have at least one tax advantage. They are not subject to payroll taxes. I don't understand. I, I I mean, how how do you get this? Like, yeah, I I want to work, not work, and right, one hundred twenty-two grand. Right. Shoot, I'll, I'll make sixty-one thousand. I'll split that in half. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but so see, this is the problem. So we're talking about a, sta- a staffing crisis right now, right? And across industry, in every industry, we have crisis in staffing, and I'm yeah. like. How, how we, how do we have a staff a staffing crisis when the cost of living has gone up so much? Like, what are people doing for money? Well, apparently they're staying home and they're getting welfare. That's right. You know what? I, it reminds me like when, when I was younger, mm-hmm. so like half of my dad's side of the family, um, the brothers and sisters, like they went on welfare. Mm-hmm. And so it was like a generational welfare um, you know, family, mm-hmm, my dad and just a couple of other ones didn't get on it. But when I was 16 and I became pregnant, uh, they told me all the ins and outs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and how to get it. I think we, I need to um, hit them back up and be like, Hey, how much <laughs> you make it sitting at all? <laughs> Do you have to have more kids in order to get to qualify? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know you- how it works anymore. I do remember when I first started nursing, um, I remember having patients. I was working in like Detroit, like inner city hospital. We had a lot of patients who were very young, a lot of patients who were on welfare and they didn't work. And they, they told me like the more kids they had, the more money they got. And I was like finding out how much money they were getting, which was more than I was making as a nurse. And it made me mad. I like got mad. Like, why am I even doing this when they get to stay home and they don't have to work and they're getting paid more money? Right. No, I did. No, I hear you on that because I remember when I was 20 and I divorced him and I had two babies at the Mm -hmm. time. And they were, the talk was going around on the news that they were going to stop welfare payout. So you better get your life together and, you know, um, figure out what you're going to do because what they were offering was free childcare. So I was able to go to work and so when I went to work, but uh, they, they went to uh, daycare. Mm-hmm. And then I started becoming smart with the system. And that's why for me, you know, when people say I, I, I can't do it or this and that, it's like, no, you're just not resourceful enough. Mm-hmm. Because what I found out was that I could go to college and, and get the Pell Grant. 
Mm-hmm, so yes. I would go to college. I would, you know, I went to school. So when my kids were in daycare, I worked part-time and I went to school part-time and I received, I mean, I think at the time it was like four grand a year. Mm-hmm. And I went to a community college. So I was only paying like $1,200 or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was able to pocket that money. Yeah. And and then, you know, I'd be getting this nice fat check for like, you know, a thousand bucks, you know, a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is back in the early nineties. And then on top of it, girl, then on top of it, this is, <laughs> this is really going to make you mad <laughs> because on top of it, when I went and filed my taxes, you know, mm-hmm. um, I received that head of household income. Mm-hmm. So I think I made like $9,000 that year. What? And yeah, it was 9,000. And, and that was a lot back in, in the yeah. night, you know, yeah. and so I made like $9,000 and I got four grand back from taxes. Dang. Well, now when I was in nursing school, I also was able to get Pell Grants because I was married and we were so poor. We were both students. Like we were just barely scraping by. So we qualified for Pell Grants. But what sucks is that my kids don't qualify for anything because it's based on my income and my husband's income. And they can't, unless, I don't know, unless they get married, I don't know how they would be able to qualify for any grants. But the thing is, they don't even make, like, they don't make any money. They're waitresses. They don't, you know, they work in the food industry. They don't have a lot of money, but the schools don't care. They're just like, whatever. Yeah, no, getting, getting married would be to their detriment. They would have to get pregnant. Oh, maybe that's why I got it because I had, but no, we were married and I had gotten pregnant, but we, our, our income was like, you know, below poverty line. So yeah, well then maybe that that's it. But even if you're below poverty line as a, as a single person with no children, Mm -hmm. you don't qualify for, um, benefits in many States. Like when I, when I was living in Chicago, the only way that you qualify for welfare is if you had a child. And when I moved to Arizona, um, one of my friends uh, broke uh, his arm and he got on Medicaid and he was a healthy, you know, 22 year old. And I was like, how did you get on Medicaid? And for Arizona, it's, it's just based on your, on your income, which Mm -hmm. I honestly think is a little bit more fair because why should you have to, you know, have a baby in order to qualify, you know, people need help whenever they need help. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Mm. Yeah. We have to, you know, help people. And that's where it's interesting because going through COVID, my, I grew up as one of my friends in Chicago is a fireman and, you know, I've known him since I was eight years old. And when, you know, he, watch CNN. And I was like, how are you an Irish upper middle class Chicago fireman? And you are wanting this, this stuff that they're pushing. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. What, why do you even feel that way? And at the heart of him was because his mom was on welfare and that's how she raised him. Mm. And he's like, people need help. I'm all about getting help. He's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be where I am today without welfare. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. had a debate about it. And I said, no, dude, I'm not telling you that I don't think there should be no welfare. And that's not what Republicans think anyway. 
No, we, we want to help people, you know? Right. right. I said, I'm just saying like, you, you got to pay attention. Don't you remember I was on, on welfare and, oh, this is, you know, about me blowing the whistle. And he's mm-hmm. like, I just don't know why you're doing what you're doing, Jody. I just don't understand why you're doing that. You have finally got, a, you know, a good job, a federal job, blah, 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 blah. And that's mm-hmm. how we got on the subject. Oh, but. so he didn't want you. He wanted you to keep your mouth shut and enjoy the fruits of your labor. That's right. That's right. Because he, he knew how much I had struggled. And that's where we kind of went back and forth a, a little bit, mm-hmm. because this was a conversation with the person that means the world to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And we have had debates that have been heated before, but this, this was like no other, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID, the whole narrative, the whole vaccine, you know, he's like, I gave my kids the vaccine mm-hmm. and, I, and I had to keep my mouth shut. Mm-hmm. I had to shut up or I was going to lose that friendship. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many, I mean, have we have all had those conversations over the last couple of years? Mm-hmm. where you just bite your tongue. I, honestly, I think that was the one when I finally got COVID, it was after having this huge fight with my family about the whole vaccine issue. And now to the now it's to the point where I don't say anything, which is so sad. It makes me so sad because all of this research that's coming out right now showing at least, I mean, even the FDA now is acknowledging that these vaccines are, are having, you have a higher risk for blood clots. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. And, and, and I look in the family chats and I see people are like, oh yeah, make sure you get your, um, you know, get your COVID test. The government's sending out free tests again. And I'm like, what the, and, and get your booster. And, um, and I'm just like, wow. After all, and they know how you feel. Yeah, they know. And, and I'm, it is, oh, I think there's only three of us, two of us two of us that um, are against it. Everyone else is all about it, all for it. So I just keep my mouth shut because at this point, what can I say? They're, I mean, they're all boosted up. They all have all of these vaccines running through their system. So now it's to me like they're, and actually I've, I've gotten to the point where I don't even feel like saying anything to anyone anymore. Like mm. I, I give up, I give up. All I can do is, is hope and pray. And well, you know, I, I hear that. I mean, I feel you on that a lot because, you know, several times a day, I feel like I just want to put my head down and, and live my life. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, in Alaska, in the middle of nowhere, like on that compound that's we talked right. about. That, that's what I'm talking about. I just, <laughs> I just came home today and told my husband, please help me find some place where we can go and move like off the grid because I'm so disappointed in what I'm seeing, like in the hospital and health, like I saw today and it's not just today, it's every day now. And, and I do primarily women's health, like women's services. So what I'm seeing, and I've been doing this for years and what I'm Wait, seeing, what do you now, do in the hospital? What, what I, are you doing? Well, so, so I'm assisting in surgery and I do a lot of hysterectomies, which is taking out the uterus or taking out ovaries, taking out cysts, um, endometriosis, you know, women's health issues. The number of patients that I have seen with ovarian cysts and tumors and fibroids, and we're taking these um, uteruses out that are huge. And they like the, it's, I've never seen anything like it. And 
I'm seeing it. And I know, at least in my opinion, based on what I've learned, why it's happening. But no one else in the room does. Now, I mean, they're, mm. and I hear them, I listen to the conversations that they're having and they're saying, oh yeah, such and such just found out they had cancer. And, and they're having these conversations like, oh yeah, I'm having more patients come in with cancer. And yet they're not making the correlation at yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking at it all and I'm thinking, okay, if the, the people that you're depending on, the surgeons and the oncologists can't even figure it out, there's no mm-hmm. hope. I mean, people in their 30s are having stage four cancer. All of a sudden they have cancer. All I mean, ovarian cancer is crazy how many people have endometrial cancer, ovarian cancer. Like it's just, it's not normal. This isn't normal, yeah. but it's not being talked about. They have no clue. It's like there, it's like when you bring it up, even suggest it, it's like talking to a deer in headlights. They, they are completely in the dark. I know, you know, it's one of those things where there's times where I I talk with people just random and that they'll speak on the truth of, you know, reality, like actually what's happening in the world. And they'll say, yeah, people won't, people won't go for it again. People won't go for the mandates again. I think more and more people are waking up. And there's, so there's times where I feel like that's true. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times I feel like you where it's like, oh my gosh, guys, like, is it legit the twilight zone? <laughs> yep. And that's what it feels like. And we say that people won't go for it and the whole mandates thing, but it seems like a lot of people have a price and it's, it's easy to get to that price. You know, mm-hmm. whatever it is like, okay, how much are you willing to pay me to get this vaccine? Cause um, I mean, I was listening to the doctors that I work with and they're like, oh yeah, I just got my booster. Cause I got tired of getting the notification. Oh God. <laughs> right. Girl, what, what is it that they say? Um, uh, you know, when they talk about advertising and stuff, the, uh, an average person needs to see something seven times and then they'll start to maybe think they want it, mm. Mm. you know? And yeah. it's, and it's almost, that reminds me of that email. It's like, dude's just getting tired of having to ignore it. Mm-hmm. So he yep. just went and got it done so he doesn't get an inbox message again. Exactly. Exactly. And they don't want to fight it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just do a religious exemption? And they're like, well, I, you know, I don't know. It's just too much. What? Too and much so work. They don't even want it. They don't want it. But they're <laughs> like, oh, I have to get it. And they don't even realize, oh, you're see, this is the thing that's so sad. People don't understand that these businesses are getting paid every time their employees get a vaccine from our yeah. government. And so just, government. it's just money to them. They're like, shoot, I get whatever. I think I saw one number. It was like a thousand dollars per employee who got vaccinated. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And when we say, you know, we, we say it so loosely like our government, but if it's us, that's pain. It's, exactly. It's every single American. And that's why our forefathers were pissed off. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we have their revolution. Yeah. Cause we, now, right now there, we are being taxed. There is no tax. We're, we're not getting represented at all. We have taxation without representation right now because our uh, government, our elected officials are not representing us. Yeah, I agree. And they've been in quote unquote serving their own interest 
for decades. I, yep. that's another thing. I have no idea. Like our forefathers were so smart when they came up with the constitution, mm-hmm. but they literally needed to put an age limit on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we can't have, be having, you know, 80 year olds, you know, that are senile yeah. and, or forget about, forget about age limit. I, I take that back. If you're 80 and you're healthy, you know what? Good for you. Fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Serve your country. But you shouldn't be able to do it. Like we need term limits. Definitely. They're sitting up and making up all these laws for us as a nation because they're afraid of getting COVID. And then in the meantime, all the young people who should have been out and free and been able to work because COVID wasn't it wasn't going to hurt them the way it was going to hurt the elderly. Well, they had to get punished, too. And I feel like if we didn't have such an old um, if, if our Congress and our Senate and everyone wasn't so old, then maybe we would have had a more fair response to this whole situation. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, now just, you know, talking about this, I wonder like, what's the percentage of 65 and up in our country? Probably 20%, maybe. Let me look. Let's see. Yeah. And then look at how many people, like, you know, that it's in our executive branch and in our Congress that um, are serving because it has to be over 50%. Right, right. Let's see, 65 and older population grows rapidly. This is according to the Census Bureau, 34.2%. Wow. And, and this was this came out in 2020? Mm-hmm, June 25th, 2020. Oh, and that, that's probably why they unleashed COVID on them. And this mm-hmm. is what I said. I, I really think this. You you come out, you know, the, the virus has been created in a lab right? Mm -hmm. If you want to do away with two populations that you pay the most money to, it would be the Native Americans and um, our elderly population, senior citizens. Mm -hmm. And what did COVID target? The Native and the elderly. Yep. And really it was any people of color really had were the hardest hit and um, at you, you're thinking the same thing I was thinking. I said, you know what? The government knows they don't have enough money to pay for Social Security benefits, Medicare. It doesn't have, they don't, we don't have enough. So let's just, instead of admitting that they screwed up, they're just going to kill people. It's time and this is These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD.
We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Welcome back. We are going to keep talking about the craziness that's going on in our world right now. I had mentioned the whole thing about the nanotechnology that, they, uh, that they're putting in our food that we never knew. So I came across this Facts Matter. I don't know if you, do you ever watch um, Roman? With no. Facts Matter? He's, he's, so he's, he's got tons of great videos that he puts on um, YouTube and Rumble, but he's one of the reporters for Epic Times. And so he did this video about the nanotechnology that's being used in mRNA vaccines and 2000 food items, which goes unlabeled. And he said, unbeknownst to most Americans, thousands of the food items on our store shelves contain ingredients that are made using nanotechnology. Specifically, they're made through a process that converts things like silver, copper, gold, aluminum, silicon, carbon, and different metal oxides into tiny atom-sized particles that are one billionth of a meter in size. They do this because over the past 30 years or so, scientists discovered that adding these tiny components can make our food more colorful, brighter, creamier, and crunchier, and they were even able to keep it fresher for longer. However, according to more and more consumer protection groups, as well as health experts, there appears to be a catch. While these nanoparticles can provide a myriad of benefits, they might come at a price, and that price is our health, which might be getting compromised without our even knowing it. Other countries, are um, they don't allow this in their food at all, but in America, our FDA allows them to do it, and they do not have to list them on their ingredients label. Wow. Yes. I, you know, I learned so much about that, like traveling outside of the country, and one of the places um, was New Zealand. New Zealand, their food was so phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It was phenomenal. And I think they're one of the countries that, um, you know, they don't import their food. They grow it there uh, for the most part, like all their cows and everything um, were there, but they don't allow this technology in their food. I, from my, 
you know, memory. Yeah, yeah. Even Canada doesn't allow it in their food. I mean, they have to. So, so other like you have to label it, but in, not in America, because the FDA says, well, we don't really know if there's anything bad. And if there is something that we find out later, then we'll look, we'll relook at it. We'll take a look at the rules. But for now, it's basically an honor system. What? <laughs> of all like of all people, American companies you, are not honorable companies. They're not going to just come out and say like, oh, hey, by the way. Our stuff is is showing to cause cancer and autism. And so maybe we're going to pull back and stop making this or they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. I mean, you know, I think America being like the the bright shining light, uh, I, I think we're one of the most corrupt nations in the world. Oh, my goodness. That has been heartbreaking for me to really have my eyes open to learn that like we really, truly are. And we never knew. We thought that we were doing good things for the world, but no, we, we have not been. And the more we learn, the more sad I am. And, and it's like, what are we going to do? How do we fix this when it feels like it's so corrupt? Um, when I saw that, I was like, okay, I have to change the way that I'm eating. And I was already planning on it. This year was my first time ever trying to grow a garden. And I have never been able to keep things alive ever. I am the worst. But this year, <sighs> like this summer, I did everything I could to try and grow a garden. And it actually worked. Like I just yesterday ate some Japanese sweet potatoes that I grew. Really? Yes. And they well, I have to say, mm-hmm. I, I bet it was, but that does not shock me, April. I mean, <laughs> you created human body simulators. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just want to learn how to do everything. But gardening was major for me because, I, I mean, I really was concerned and I am concerned about the whole food shortage crisis and how they're trying to put farmers out of business all over the globe. And and I knew that they were doing crazy things to our food. And I've always had issues with my GI system. For some reason, like at, as I got older, I just struggled a lot with digesting food and having stomach aches all the time and all the things. So I, I noticed when I eat certain things, I get sick. But if I eat healthy things, I don't get sick. And so I was yeah. like, they, they must be putting something in our food. And I, and I and I'm maybe my body just doesn't know how to process it because mm-hmm. it's fake. But um, now I'm for sure like, OK, got to change things up. Uh, and every year we well, not every year, some years, I think last year we didn't do it, but we like to do the Daniel fast. Have you ever heard of that? I have, but um, but I don't know it. So it's like this fast, a lot of churches will do in the beginning of the year around January and it's 21 days and it's based on like the prophet Daniel and some Jewish fasting principles. And you're, you're basically, it's like a vegan eating plan. And the only thing you can drink is water. So you drink water and then you eat vegetables, um, no sugars. You can have natural sugars. Like you can have some fruit, but you, you don't, you're not adding any sugars to your diet at all. And you're just basically eating vegetables and you do just vegetables. Mm-hmm. Ve- well, vegetables, you know, grains you can do. There's like, you can go online and find different um, websites that give you more information and give you recipes. They even have whole recipe recipe books for the Daniel fast, but you get like liquids, you have, you know, beans, legumes, whole grains, nuts and seeds. You can have, um, let's see, vegetables, fruits, but basically Natural things that God made, but not the stuff that man made. 
all that big stuff. Well, you know, there's so many principles that I've learned about in the Bible, right? That it's, that is so true for how we should live our life that we don't think about it. Like you're talking about the fasting, right? Because you, when, when people fast and they're fasting in prayer, you know, it's what do you want to give up? Some people want to go just drink water for a couple of days. Some people give up their um, breakfast or their dinner, mm-hmm. right? I, I think it's just whatever is laid on your heart to do. But then you look at the benefits of fasting. Mm-hmm. And, and really, they say the goal is, is one meal a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ultimate, you know, once you, you know, you start out with the, the 18 hours off, six hours on, um, or whatever, you know, 12 hours off, 12 hours on, you know, people start slow and then they build up. But, um, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of benefits to it. And, and we, I think I remember, you know, when they have these diets out that you have to eat every few hours. Mm -hmm. And if you sit there and think about it, it's like, hey, whatever, whatever diet works for you, works for you, right? right. Not, you know, there's so many of them out there. And, and I know I've been on every single one. Same. Practically. Same. <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah. the healthiest we were as a society was before the 80s that um, the snack wells came out. Remember mm-hmm. where they took all the, the, they said fat-free, fat-free everything. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then all they did was up the sugar content. What's crazy is I used to eat those sugar. Oh, they were, I thought they were so good. Those little um, snack well sugar cookies and they were supposed to be sugar-free. And I thought I was going to lose weight because I was eating those cookies and they, they used to make my stomach hurt, but I would still eat them because I was trying to lose weight. <laughs> It didn't work. Like, if I have a little diarrhea, whatever, it's coming out. <laughs> I may want to throw up. Maybe that's why. That's why it works because it makes me throw up. But yeah, <laughs> it's just the yeah. poison that they keep giving us. I know. I know. So we we had talked about really making some positive changes this year. And I think we, we should invite our listeners to to do it along with us. Yeah, I love that idea. I think that's a great idea. And then also inviting the listeners to do a fast with us because our world is changing. And honestly, I don't see any way out of this, but God, like God mm. absolutely is going to have to step in and make some major changes. And I feel like if, if, if my, you know, in the Bible, he says, if my people would come to me, humble themselves and pray, ask for forgiveness, then I will hear them. And like right now as a nation, we have got to stop and get on our knees and pray and beg God to forgive us and to humble us and to just bring us back to a place where we honor him. Satan worshiping is just becoming a fad now. Mm-hmm. And we can't let that happen. You know, I I just, I feel like we're in the end times and and I have two ways of thinking about it. One, to pray, right? Mm -hmm. And to ask God to forgive us and to heal our nation. Mm -hmm. And then another side of me is like, Jesus, come quickly. Right, bring it, bring it. (laughs) Take me up. Yes, I do feel that way too. So in some ways I'm like, okay, Things are happening the way they're supposed to happen. And you, 
You remember in the New Testament when um, one of the disciples was saying Jesus, you know, he didn't want um, Jesus to be killed. And he said, you know, get thee back, Satan. Like this has to happen. (laughs) Yeah. Like, so we don't want to stop. We want Jesus to come back. Yeah. But I want as many people who are supposed to be saved to find their way, like get on this ship, get on this ark. Because the flood is about to come. Amen, girl. Amen. I I am right there with you. I I, I feel that now my message um, on uh, Friday's show mm-hmm. that I had with um I had an interview with James O'Keefe, mm-hmm. and in the first half I I did the show alone for the first time, and mm-hmm. it, it started off why why are there some of us that speak out. And others that don't like, why are people calling me a hero kind of thing? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what is it about me? And I, I talked about my faith. I, I talked exactly about what you're talking about now. And it's like, I know what I'm made of. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm made of a number one, because I've never really had any fear. So I've always pushed the envelope and and I don't just mean adrenaline things, you know, mm-hmm. I whatever. You know, um, but I also know that my salvation lies in God, yes. you know, and that we're only here for such a short time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we don't know when that time is up. Exactly. Exactly. What's interesting, I I don't know. Have you seen Dope Sick? Yes. Yes. Oh, I just finished binging watch binge watching it. And I was so mad. But one of the things that stood out was, do you remember the part when he said that, you know, he was talking about the attorneys who were on the case and how they were Christian. So they, he was like, they, they can't be bought. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's right. Not everyone has a price. Not everyone can be bought. It seems like right now in this world, everyone is willing to, you know, sell themselves for a price. But that was what stood out. When I saw your um, story the first time, I, I mean, I've told you this, I just cried. Because you talked about your faith, which no one t- wants to openly talk about anymore. It's like everyone's ashamed to say that they love Jesus, that they have strong faith, they believe in God, that they want to serve God. Like everyone's afraid. Like, yeah. I-, I mean, people, it's and it's rare. And of course, you know, the, we know that we know that the Bible told us that it would that there would be a far more people who would find their way down this path of destruction than there would be who would find the way to, that leads to life. But to see it, I mean, it was just so exciting to see. And it was courageous because we live in a world right now that um, does not have respect for religious people. No, we don't. But that's where we need to be even louder, mm-hmm. even louder, even more bolder. You know, I, I say like, this is the last chapter of Acts is what it feels like. It feels like the Lord is gathering his remnant. Hence why you and I met. Hence why we have our own radio show now. Like what girl, what? <laughs> I know exactly. You know, and, and it's like, I, I do feel that right now in this time, like it used to be about, you know, last year, before I blew the whistle, it was about saving people or, you know, from 
COVID, letting them mm-hmm. know that there was early treatment, letting them know to to put that in their cabinets because it's safer than freaking Tylenol, right? you know, and, and it shouldn't be banned. And then letting them know that they should have a choice that there, these vaccines, so-called vaccines were killing people. Mm-hmm. But now, right now in December of 2022, it's about bringing people to the Lord for me. Yeah, 100%. Because it's it's like this is a fast moving train and mm-hmm. when i'm looking at everything that's ha- like for instance in the uk they just signed this deal with moderna so i guess they're apparently going to have their own uh, you know factory making their own um vaccines and it's they signed this 10-year deal so apparently they're going to be making covid vaccines for the next 10 years now oh my God. for every variant oh yeah so, so knowing the impact that it has on people's health, knowing that the more vaccines they get, the more likely they are to get sick. We're looking at like, honestly, like, and I know they, they'll slap all kind of labels and say, oh, it's not true. It's false. This depopulation agenda, but for real. No. And, and that's another, that's very prophetic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we know that there's going to be a great falling away from the church. Yep. And and we saw that. Look at how many preachers kept their doors shut. Yes. Look yep. how many Christians, so-called Christians. Like, I don't even like saying that name. I don't mm-hmm. even say Christian anymore. I say I'm a follower of Messiah mm-hmm. or I'm mm-hmm. a follower of Jesus, you know, because, yeah. you know, so many so-called Christians, you know, popping off saying that they're not going to see their family and, mm-hmm. you know, no, really, everything that's out of the coming out of their mouth is a spirit of, of evil. Fear. And when that's I say evil, that, yeah. because it's fear, that's yep. evil. Mm-hmm. Fear is evil. Yeah. God you did know, not give us a spirit of fear. That's right. But of sound mind. Mm-hmm. And what happens and when you're afraid? You don't have a sound mind. You can't use your judgment. That's right. You lose the ability to critically think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talked about that. I talked about that on Friday too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, that's exactly it. When you are fearful, you are not critically thinking and, and it's all emotion. It's just the same thing with words, right? Yeah. I remember, you know, my 13 year old's like, why can't I swear? And I said, he's like, it's just a word. And I was like, and in the beginning was the word and the word <laughs> tabernacled with God. <laughs> and the word was with God and the word was God. Yes. Amen, sister. Like, <laughs> yes. And he goes. Watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looked at me and he stopped. And and he understood. But you know, I continued to explain because, you know, I don't. I always believe in, you know, educating our kids, you know, and letting mm-hmm. them understand critically think because then I made him think about what words mean. And I was like, so if we say a, a swear word, why would you say a swear word? What's the energy behind it? Are you happy cussing? Right. Or are you upset cussing? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's like upset. And I go, okay, that's energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why can't you find some more words? Like let's be more creative, challenge yourself. Yeah. I mean, if, if we can make up words for gender, we could surely make up some new words. Right. Oh my goodness. If you, if you go to the, um, about and learn more about this whole California thing where they're letting, um, they're paying $900 a month 
if you um, identify as transgender or non-binary, like nothing, no strings attached. That's all, just all you have to do. But the list of all the different terms, there's like, oh, I think there's like 80 or more different terms that you can identify as and get that money. Oh my God. And again, that's what? Government money. And who pays the government? Yeah, exactly. We do. We do. We, we do. do. So we're I, just going along with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously like, okay, how do we, how do we, it makes me so mad. I told my husband, like, can't we just stop paying taxes? Which he's like, you can't do. I know you can't do that, but like, can you just do what the rich people do? Like all of they, all they do, like Bill Gates, he gets a non, a nonprofit organization and then funnels money through it. Yeah. Doesn't pay taxes on it. Or I was like, how about this? How about everybody just stop going to work? We just sit out, like learn how to live off the land, grow your own food and have you, we don't need to buy any, anything else. We're done. Whatever you have is what you have. You don't need any more. We're going to, as a whole nation, let's just sit down and protest this whole government, like run amok, like until everyone in our government leaves. Cause they're all corrupt. Get out. We're starting over. We need to start fresh and we're not going to get up off this ground. We're going to sit down and protest our government. We aren't going to spy anything else. Everyone, if you need food, I got a garden. You got to go. If everyone started growing a garden. Well, no girl, but that's only going to be us on our little commune. <laughs> <laughs> look at, look at how many people won't even take the energy to write out uh, an exemption letter True. and they would rather go get a shot. You know, True, I forgot. I just totally forgot. Yep. I mean, we can't even get people to listen long enough to understand why these shots are dangerous. They, they're so distracted by everything. Yeah. <sighs> yep. They are. I, you know, that I, I know this is probably like shifting up the topic or whatever, but I know we only have a few minutes left and um, we can talk about sugar. Let's oh. talk about sugar, like eliminating sugar from your diet or, mm. you know, like that sugar literally is the devil. <laughs> totally. It told, so I learned about during COVID, um, one of the things that they talked about a lot was having adequate vitamin D levels was so crucial for your health, right? Mm -hmm. But here's one thing that people didn't know. High fructose corn syrup basically cuts off the vitamin D. So you could have as much vitamin D as you want, take all the supplements you want. But if you eat something or drink something with high fructose corn syrup, it cancels it out. Yep. Yep. And then it also creates inflammation in our body. Exactly. Exactly. And it then what, what's the test that we have to take? Um, or if we suspect cancer, uh, the PET scan mm -hmm. and they inject the body with glucose and wherever it lights up is where the cancer is. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yep. Yep. Like that's, that's how they, um, see where the cancer is at in your body. They mm. inject glucose. And the, the cancer, you know, is, is that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Cause it's using it as fuel. Mm -hmm. mm, mm, mm. So, so, and, and they put sugar in so many things it's hidden. And then like, for instance, with the soda, they put a bunch of salt in it too, so that they, they can increase the sugar. So you don't even realize how much you're drinking and it becomes addictive. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it, and, it, and there's literally withdrawals that you go through. It takes about, on average, three to seven days to detox from sugar to mm-hmm. where your body's not really craving it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's what I'm going to do. I I've already started actually, um, oh. I'm 60 pounds heavier and I gained another like 15 this past year, mm-hmm. you know, um, being on leave from work and not having a schedule and using food mm-hmm. as comfort because mm-hmm. that's what I would do. I mean, I, you know, talk, talk, talk all day long. And then at nighttime when I'm wanting to chill, I chill with food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, I, I too have gained a, a lot. I don't even get on the scale, so I can't tell you how much, but I could, I could tell you that I could easily lose 60 pounds. So I will totally join you on this journey. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's, I, I need to look at the scale because there's so many times where I don't. And then after like three weeks, I'm, I haven't lost anything. So mm-hmm. for me, like I need to be accountable and uh, weigh in, but mm-hmm. I also let's do measurements around our belly, like okay. at the belly button. Okay. And then we're going to talk about it and then our listeners can hold us accountable. Yep. Well, um, that's all we have for today, friends. Remember, we're here on the air five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern with a different nurse host daily. We also have an encore at 10 p.m. Eastern. Remember to tune in. We usually go to podcast one to two days after airing. So if you miss the show, that's okay. Go to um, the America Out Loud website, and then you can pull up Nurses Out Loud. And then you can either send us an email or you can go and see what shows have just aired. And you can also see all of the different apps where our podcasts are available. And remember to subscribe and rate the show. It'll help to get the word out and it'll help with getting it out to more people so that they can hear what's going on. And maybe we can save as many people as possible before it's too late. We are here again. And our goal is to shine a light in the darkness. It's time and this is